0: Hi guys and welcome back to the weekly lift podcast. I am Lucy Evans and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you live a healthier and happier life physically as well as mentally in a way that is realistic and most of all sustainable long-term. It is my mission to humanize the female fitness industry and I love that you are here with me on this journey. welcome back to another episode of your weekly lift. I hope you all loved the video version of the podcast last week, Um, but we are back to the audio version because quite frankly, I can't be bothered to show my face every single time I record a podcast. So I'm feeling organised this week. Um, I am actually taking a week off, my first week off of the year um, in a couple of weeks due to the fact that it's my 30th birthday. Um, Okay, I know if you're over 30 and you're listening to this, you will probably be like, oh, get a life, you are still young. Um, But when you move away from your 20s, it actually feels quite sad. So, so much has happened in the last 10 years and I'm so excited to see what's going to happen in my 30s as well, but it does start to feel like I'm getting a bit old now. Like a lot of people have been like, oh, I can't believe you're turning 30. And you can kind of see it in their face that they're shocked, Uh, (laughs) especially because a lot of people say that I look about 21, um, which I guess one day will probably be a compliment. So I'm getting ahead of myself and making sure that there is lots of content, lots of podcasts, um, ready and prepped and out there for you guys. Because yeah, the week before you take some time off is usually a little bit crazy. Just because I like to make sure all of my clients are set up, um, and ready and okay for me to go. I mean, I'm always the other friend of the app for them anyway, but. Um, it means I don't obviously then have to do any work whilst I'm on holiday or do any work sat at my laptop, should I say. So I'm actually going skiing, which I'm super excited about. Um, if you listen to my barley podcasts, you will know that this year for me is all about doing as much as I can. And any kind of spare money that went on the wedding or the house last year is going into experiences and just seeing the world as much as I can and yeah, I'm excited. So we're going skiing, which is the first time we've been since before lockdown Um, and only the second time me and Louis have actually ever been together. So I'm really excited and I'm actually just excited for some sunshine. I actually, I mean, I know I have just come back from Bali guys, but I actually thought that when I got back, I would, I would like, we would be a bit more into spring And whilst I fully appreciated, like, the life to evenings, (laughs) this overcast, drizzly weather is just not for me. Anyway, that is not what this podcast is about. Um, It is actually about chocolate, as you all know um, from the title. And I think with mini-egg and just general chocolate season in general upon us, because what Easter is like a few weeks away or a couple of weeks away... I thought I would actually do a podcast all around my favorite topic, which is chocolate. So for those of you who know me will know that I absolutely love chocolate. Um, I am a Cadbury's solid chocolate kind of girl. You know, none of this caramel stuff, nothing with nuts in, like genuinely just love pure solid chocolate. Um, But I'll always choose chocolate over anything. Like if there was crisp and chocolate, I would choose chocolate. If I could choose between like a Victoria sponge and a chocolate birthday cake, I would choose a chocolate birthday cake. Um, hint, hint, if anybody wants to get me one for my birthday. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would always choose chocolate over anything. And if I reflect back on my fitness journey over the last six years, I have probably eaten chocolate most days, if not every day in partnership with a balanced diet i need to add um and i have still seen the results physically that i would want to see at any point in my journey so whether that's when i'm trying to lose fat when i'm trying to build muscle or even when i'm trying to maintain i include chocolate in my diet i also got asked the other day how my clients eat so many sweet things and still see results So I will let you into a secret that I actually encourage all of my clients on any coaching program to eat chocolate. Um, And guess what? They still get results. And if you're sat there thinking you must be mad, chocolate makes me put on weight, there is no way I can eat chocolate and still see results, then this podcast is going to explain the methods behind my madness and hopefully help you come out the other side of it, feeling ready to give foods that you enjoy a try into your daily routine. Um, And if you aren't a chocolate lover and you find yourself addicted to other kinds of foods or overeating on other kinds of foods that like for a lot of people, it's like bread or spreads like chocolate, um, not chocolate, got chocolate on the brain, um, peanut butter, Biscoff spread, then you can apply this advice to that too. So in this job I hear a lot of crazy things um, because naturally when a client comes to me they've either tried to lose fat unsuccessfully before um, or they have lost fat and then they've ended up putting it all back on and you hear various things that they've tried or various things that they struggle with that they class as downfalls and a big one is chocolate. So when a time of year like Easter comes up, sometimes people can get really anxious or nervous because they think, oh, there's going to be all this chocolate lying around the house and I can't have any of it. And when I do have it, I just end up overeating on it and I feel disgusting. I'll often hear other things as well, like... I'm addicted to chocolate and I really overeat on it. It's my downfall. Um, People genuinely believe that like chocolate makes them put on weight. Um, Like some people say things like, I only have to look at a chocolate bar and I put on weight. Um, They have problems craving things like sugar um, and always looking or waiting for their next sugar fix. They've probably tried to cut it out altogether. I don't know (laughs) if anyone else has been there, but... I thought one day it'd be great to cut chocolate out for Lent. Like, who on this earth thinks that would be a good idea? Um, Definitely not me. I think it was like one of those times where I felt like I should be doing it because chocolate is bad and shock horror, I didn't stick to it. In fact, I even forgot, like I started eating this chocolate trifle um, and then I was like, oh God, this has got chocolate in. And I think that lasted about three days. Um, And then a lot of people don't trust themselves when they're around chocolate, like I said, especially at this time of year. So what if I tell you that to overcome all of these things and all of these problems, you need to start including chocolate into your diet regularly. Um, Now, a bit of a disclaimer, this obviously is alongside a balanced diet. If you eat 1,500 calories of chocolate a day, then you're going to feel pretty gross and... I don't know, potentially could lead to weight gain depending on how many calories you burn, but you're gonna feel disgusting for it. So what I want you to start thinking about is how can you include chocolate in moderation and how will that then affect your relationship with chocolate? So the first reason I encourage chocolate every day is because if it is in your diet regularly, you are less likely to overeat on it because you aren't restricting it. Have you ever tried to cut something out and then you just want it more? It's kind of like when someone tells you not to press the button, all you want to do is press the button. Um, And like an example could be if you're somebody who says things to yourself like, right, Monday to Friday, I'm not having any chocolate. I'm cutting it out completely. And then Saturday, Sunday, you end up overeating on it because you've completely, um, restricted it throughout the week and you're craving it and you want it and you feel like you can't keep it up and you feel like you need to get it in because come Monday, you're not going to be able to have any again. So if you're including it on a daily basis, you are less likely to overeat on it because you aren't actually telling yourself you can't have it, which means that you're giving yourself permission to have it. um, And you're probably going to eat a lot less than you would if you try and cut it out and then you go on a complete binge on chocolate. You are, secondly, less likely to crave sugar. So a lot of people say that they crave sugar. Um, And actually what people don't realise, the more you give yourself sugar and rely on sugar, the more you're going to crave it. But if you're getting a better balance of food and you start focusing on things like three nutritious meals a day, a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of protein, a few carbs, and you're getting a good balance you're much less likely to give in to cravings because you're more satisfied with the food you're having throughout the day. And that includes a little bit of chocolate. When you're having like a lot of chocolate or a lot of sweet things in one go, your body blood sugar is going to go through peaks and troughs. And it will go for a peak because it will get its sugar fix. And then it will come crashing back down, which will basically make you then crave sugar more. Whereas if you have a little bit in moderation and you keep everything stable, you're much less likely to get those peaks and troughs, which means you're much less likely to crave sugar. The third reason that I really recommend you include chocolate in moderation into your diet is that it will genuinely improve your relationship with food and how you view food. So again, a lot of people will come to me saying that like they know that eating this X food is bad or they have to cut chocolate out altogether because they know it's off limits. When you start giving yourself unconditional permission to eat any kind of food It doesn't have power over you anymore because you're not associating something with good and something with bad. At the end of the day, no food is good or bad. Every food just has different nutritional value. Including chocolate in your diet every day will mean that you improve your self-discipline and your trust with yourself. And I know you're probably thinking you having a laugh, aren't you? Like, I open a bag of chocolate and I demolish the whole thing because I have absolutely no self-discipline and no willpower. But the only way we get better at having discipline is by practising it. And if you're never in a situation where you can't practise it, then how do you ever expect to ever get better at it? It's kind of like when you learn to ride a bike you wouldn't just get on the bike and expect yourself to be able to ride it. You would get on the bike, probably fall off a couple of times, get back on, um, find it a little bit tough, find it difficult, but eventually you would push through, you'd keep practicing, and all of a sudden you would just be able to ride the bike. Now, it's kind of the same with chocolate. If you cut chocolate out altogether, then you never have an opportunity to get better at not being able to eat it. And let's face it, you're never ever gonna be able to cut chocolate out for life because it's just not realistic. So if you start allowing a little bit every day, then you basically start to teach yourself when it is time to stop. So you might go and have a Freddo out the fr- the fridge. I mean, who keeps chocolate in the fridge? Not me. Um, <laughs> you might go and get a Freddo out the cupboard, or you might have a packet of Maltesers, or you might treat yourself to a twirl. Um, but what it will help you do is realize when you're full, when you've enjoyed it, and when you actually don't have to go back for more. Now, don't get me wrong, there, won't be, there will not be times where this isn't easy. There'll be times when you have to sit with feeling uncomfortable. There'll be times when you probably do give in and go and have more chocolate. But if you actually put yourself in a situation where you have to practise getting better at learning to stop, then you will naturally get better because it's fact, if you put the work into something, There is no possible way you can fail. If you keep trying, then you will get there eventually and you will find that you have so much more discipline around chocolate. And then you'll start to build up trust with yourself because if you start always telling yourself things like, oh, I'm addicted to chocolate or I can't ever put chocolate down or I never know when to stop, then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? You start actually believing that's who you are as a person You're not, you just tell yourself that enough times that you start to believe it. So what you need to do is show yourself enough times that you do have discipline around chocolate, you do have restraint and you do know when to stop and eventually your brain and your actions will catch up. I hear a lot of people say that they are these days now looking for a lifestyle and not a quick fix. That is what my whole coaching ethos is about. I don't do quick fixes like drastic weight loss in six weeks. I teach women how to incorporate healthy habits into their life realistically and sustainably. And actually by including foods that you enjoy, and foods that perhaps you may would have seen has off limits before, helps you to start making this a lifestyle. Like I said, it's not actually realistic that you will ever be able to give up chocolate forever. So it really does baffle me when people sign up and they say they want a lifestyle change, but then they say, but I need to cut out chocolate because otherwise I'm never gonna get there. Sometimes it's not actually about implementing the habits that you think you should be doing. It's actually about overcoming certain things that you think you shouldn't be doing. And chocolate is a classic example. I don't know if anyone has ever said to you, like, oh, are you allowed to eat that on your diet? I know a lot of my clients have had that, where they'll be eating chocolate in the office and someone will say, how can you eat that and lose weight? Or how come you're eating all of these things still and still seeing the results that you'll see? But it's because they've done the work and it's because what they're doing is actually realistic and they've learned that they can incorporate things that they enjoy like chocolate into their diet without going overboard, without overindulging and still see results. And then because of that, they've got trust in themselves and then they know that the next time they're in a situation where they have chocolate, as long as it's kept in moderation, they are still on their way to getting to where they want to get to so including chocolate regularly will help you live a healthier and happier lifestyle and stop you from doing all this yo-yoing of on and off diets because you're actually going to be doing something that's realistic and you're going to be showing yourself that you can have these things and you can implement these things and still see results at the same time And then the last point that I want to cover is the whole weight gain thing. So a lot of people will say, oh, chocolate makes me put on weight. No one food will ever make you put on weight. The only way you ever put on weight is by eating more calories than what you are burning each day. So if you have done a diet before where you have cut out certain food groups, all it has done is create a calorie deficit it means that you've probably stopped eating less of foods that were making your calories creep up um, and you've maybe started exercising, so you're burning more calories and as a result, you have lost weight. So no one food will be responsible for you losing weight or for gaining weight. And a lot of people still don't realise this. So just because a food is viewed as less nutritious, it doesn't mean it's responsible for your weight gain. So another example is if you, for example, you burn 2,000 calories in one day um, and then you eat 2200 worth of chocolate in one day. Then if you eat that significantly over a period of time, then you will put on weight because you are eating more chocolate than what you are burning in a day. But it isn't the chocolate. You could eat 2,200s worth of calories of any food and if you're burning less than that, you will put on weight. But actually by incorporating all of the kinds of foods that you enjoy in your diet will help you have a better relationship with them. It will help you have better restraint. It will help you implement a healthier lifestyle. And as a result, you are probably more likely to lose weight if you are including chocolate in your diet, because it means you're doing it in a realistic way and not only that you're more likely to lose weight but you are actually more likely to keep it off long term because you're not setting yourself these unrealistic targets that you can't stick to long term. And actually, I'm just going to add to that a lot of people have a lot of low self-confidence when it comes to food or a low opinion of themselves when you're looking at their willpower in terms of food. And it's not actually that you're a failure when you it comes to food. It's just that you set yourself up to fail by setting yourself unrealistic targets like cutting out chocolate. So you will find that if you are realistic with the targets that you set and you do things in moderation and slowly over time, rather than these big, drastic, extreme changes, you're much more likely to have a higher self-confidence level because you're actually going to start sticking to things long-term. And when you stick to things long-term, you build up that trust, you build up that confidence and you start to change the story that you tell yourself. So I hope that's helped you put into perspective why you should not ban certain foods from your diet and how by incorporating them every day into your diet, you can actually improve your relationship with that food tenfold for so many reasons. If you need some extra help with chocolate tips and tricks, I'm always sharing low calorie swaps, fines. um, alternatives over on my Instagram, which is lift by Lucy Victoria. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, I would really, really appreciate it if you took the time to rate. If you're listening on Spotify, it literally takes two seconds and it has such a big impact for me. You just need to click however many stars you want to rate it at the top of the screen. Um, and then if you are listening on Apple, you can also leave me a lovely little review, which I would massively, massively be grateful for. But depending on when I release this podcast, I hope you all have lovely Easter's. Remember to enjoy your chocolate, enjoy the time with your families and know that you can absolutely include these kind of foods into your diet without it affecting your results or ruining your progress.